Open my eyes of the heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. May the peace and love of our Savior Jesus Christ be with each and every one of you today. Thank you. Well, before I uh, get into the gospel and the parable that Jesus uh, spoke today, and to, uh, to those listening, I want to tell you a little story. It's actually a true story. Um, it's about a woman named Anne and a man named Joe. And both of them were looking for a caring, loving, compassionate relationship. They were looking and praying for that. And then through the kindness of their friends, they had mutual friends, the friends brought them together, encouraged them to come together and to meet each other. So Joe invited Anne out. They spent some time together. They got to know each other. They got to see each other for who they were, probably a little bit more than maybe they both wanted to at first, but so they were drawn to each other. And so after about a year of dating and, and really getting to know each other, Joe invited Anne to marry him. And Anne said, yes. She accepted the invitation to become his wife. And so they were married, and they lived happily ever after. Maybe. Good days and bad days. So as I move in now to discuss with you and to share with you, maybe a little deeper into this parable that Jesus was telling to the, remember who he's telling this parable to, the chief priests and the elder, the deacon, but the elder guys, who are supposed to be leading the people closer in relationship with God. But they always aren't. So there are three little phrases or words I want you to take home today. The, is, the first one is loving relationship. The second one is invitation. And the third one is the answer, yes. So before I get into the parable, I want to go to the first reading from Isaiah because that sort of, excuse the expression, sets the table for the banquet. Remember at the beginning, he says, on the mountain. Well, the mountain is always in the the, those are key words, especially for the Hebrews and the Israelites at that time. The mountain was the mountaintop where God was present. So up on the mountaintop with God, what did he offer to everyone who was on the mountaintop with him? Wonderful food, choice wine, a life of 
less and less misery. In fact, what does he say? The sun will end death. The sun will end death. So, let's go to the parable. Um, Bishop Barron, one of my, my spiritual fathers, says about this particular scripture from Matthew is that it's one of the oddest parables that Jesus talks about. Really an odd parable. It's really sort of strange. Because, you know, he talks about this king. And, and we all know, who's the king? God. God is the king. Now remember, parables are not to be taken literally. Parable, Jesus used parables, a story. These are stories that twist, has a little twist for those listening to it, and is trying to make a point about a relationship with God, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, and with him. So, he's, here's the Father has this great banquet prepared. And who's he giving the banquet for? The wedding of his son. The wedding of his son. And he sends out invitations. You've been out, uh, you know, you've given invitations, right? There are places that you'd really like to go if you're invited. You wouldn't say no. Well, listen to what happens. You know, he gives, sends out the invitation. And most of the people say, nah, I'm sorry. You know, I'm gonna, I have other things to do. I got other places to go. Uh, you know, Veronica and David probably going to go on a bike trip. You know, and they go, man, I'm, I'd rather go on a bike trip than go to that party, that banquet. But not, he says, okay, that's fine. So he sends out again. And this time, they, what they do, they kill, they actually, you know, kill the messengers that the king sends out. And man, the king really gets upset. So angry, he sends his troops, he kills the murderers, destroys their city, burns it to the ground. Whoa. As Bishop Barron would say, that's not exactly the God of the New Testament that we think about, is it? It's not. What did he say at the very beginning? It's likened, it's like the king who throws a banquet for his son. That's what heaven is like. Is that invitation... Here's that loving relationship from the dawn of time. We have all been invited from the time of our birth to this very moment through holy people, through people we know, through the sacraments, through the mass, to come to the banquet. Come to the place where you will get fed choice wine, wonderful food, and a loving, caring relationship. You remember now Christ brought divinity down to be married to humanity so that we would all share in that banquet, that we would all share in that loving, caring relationship. So why would we say no? If there's a loving relationship, if there's an invitation, why would we say no? Now I know I'm speaking to the choir and also to the choir. But it goes for all of us, right? you're, You're here. But it's more than just being here. You have to allow God in here. 
Because that's where the change really happens. That's when you're invited. You have to have a change of heart. And it changes you. It changes you. And you have to make that decision, that yes. And so do everyone out there who has never been inside this building or any church. Doesn't matter, they're all God's creatures. If we believe God is the creator of all, everyone. Remember in the gospel, said they went out and they brought in all good and bad alike. Because if you can come in, doesn't matter, Jesus hung out with a lot of interesting people when he was on earth because he knows they needed to change their interior life. It will change your exterior life. And you will go out. When you leave here today, and if you have said yes, then you are actually commanded by the Savior to, as his disciple by your baptisms to go out and share the good news. You are invited to a feast. You can walk and say, you were invited to a banquet. Really? Where? With the Lord. With the Lord. Because it will change you. Now when you come up here close to this banquet table that we are at today, you'll come up these aisles and you'll be receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. That's what the Lord told us he was leaving us. And then the Holy Spirit works through us as we go out that door and truly become Christ to all we meet. But we have to change who we are. We have to change our, exterior, our interior clothes as well as our exterior clothes. Now, last night, a couple of uh, parishioners came up to me afterwards and asked me a question. And Daryl, if you know Daryl, Daryl asked me this morning, what, what about that guy at the end of the... And that's, a, that's a hard thing. Remember now, this parable, Jesus was exaggerating. That's why he said the king killed them all and burned their city. That's what happens. There are consequences when we don't say yes. Not that God's going to do that, but we separate ourselves from a relationship with the loving creator. And when we do that, that's on us. We get to make the choice. But there's that piece at the end where the guy was invited in, he came off, and he's, you know, the, the, the king says, well, why aren't you dressed? And the guy couldn't say anything. So he says, tie his hands and feet and throw him out into the darkness. Pretty tough again strange over-the-top parable again Jesus is exaggerating he's saying this is not a literal a literal story this is a parable something that means something more so when he said tie his hands feet throw him out the door because he wasn't dressed properly had nothing to do with his apparel at that time yes at that time they would understand that if you were invited to a banquet party a wedding you would dress appropriately but Jesus is saying to them, if your interior is not dressed properly, if you say, yes, I'm going to go to that feast, and then you just come in, just the same person you always were, dressed the same way, thinking and feeling the same way about yourself and other people, you don't belong there. You have to make the choice, just as that gentleman who did not clothe himself in the Holy Spirit of God's love, forgiveness, and understanding. We need to do that too. It's not about the outward always. It's about the interior life. 
It's about the spiritual life. Because if you really take that in spiritual life into yourself, it will manifest itself. You've heard me say, if you can put God at the center of your life, that interior self changes, that makes your exterior life change as well. And when you meet people out there, you'll be the face and the hands and the heart and the eyes of the Lord. So, open the eyes of our hearts, Lord. Open the eyes of our hearts. We want to see you. We want to see you. Open the hearts of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. We want to be with you. We want to be with you. Amen.